Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach and author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your business. Folks always want to know how to charge a minimum when they get invited to go someplace. The first thing I want to explain to you guys is the difference in the invitations. And this is where some of the confusion comes out. A food truck has four distinct revenue opportunities. Routes, locations, events, and catering. Now there's some variations under each of those different categories. So you might have somebody saying, yeah, well, I've got 18 different ways to make money. But they're all ultimately going to be one of those four different things. So let's talk about defining those and get everybody on the same page. The first one is a route. That's pretty easy. It's an ice cream truck. Or it could be some other food that just drives around. And when they see guests, they stop, sell to those guests in that point, and then they drive off. The route truck does not have a stationary place. The next opportunity is a location. For me, a location is a place to set up and sell to the public at large. It could be on a vacant lot. It could be on a grassy hillside somewhere. It could be in front of a hardware store, in front of Walmart. It's some place where you're setting up and selling to people at large. An event is a place to set up and sell to the general public, but the general public is at that specific location or that specific venue for a reason. And that reason could be a fair, a car show, a parade, a craft show, could even be a food truck rally. The point being the people are concentrated in a specific area for a defined time frame. They've been invited to do something, they've paid money to go do something, and you happen to be there to be able to sell food to them while they do the other things they went there to do in the first place. That's an event. People sometimes will call a catering an event. A catering has a couple of very specific points. The first one is a catering you do not sell to the general public. A catering has a single payer and it has a defined head count. So what that means is you're dealing with a client who comes up to you and says, I would like you to come cook food for me next Friday and I have 300 people that will be in attendance. I will be paying you your head count price for 300 people. And then you get a single check to take care of 300 people. That's a catering. Now, catering can be something like an employee appreciation day where a corporation will pay you, again, a check to take care of whatever employees they have showing up for that particular day. Or they may ask you, would you run a tab? And then we'll pay you at the end of the day for however however many meals you end up serving to our employees. But again, a single payer, a specific headcount. And then, of course, catering can also be what we commonly think of as somebody doing a wedding or a party or any other reason that a single person invites a whole bunch of other people and then wants to feed them. Catering can also be drop off of food. Someone sets up a catering of this nature and they'll ask you to please drop off enough food to serve 300 people and the client takes care of serving the food. All you do is cook it, drop it off. Or you could get the opposite where the client says, hey, I would like to come to your food truck and pick up enough food for 300 people in April. And they set up a time and they come pick up the food and then they take it back to wherever they're going and serve it. But you again are creating income from what's technically a catering. 
a single payer and you're serving a bunch of different people. And then there's the common one we all know. You take your truck and you go cook on site and then you serve. And then there's variations again under catering as well. But those are the main ones that all of us have the opportunity to do. So now that we're all on the same page, let's talk about those minimums. That comes up all the time in the different Facebook groups. Some people can get big time minimums. Some people will get the phone hung up when they mention a minimum. It's all relative to the area that you work out of, that you live in. Bigger cities tend to understand minimums. Smaller towns and counties and rural areas do not. So here's what you've got to know. You have to know your break-even point. And you've heard me talk about break-even a whole bunch of times. But a break-even point can include your own salary, a day's portion of your salary, as well as that day's portion of whatever profit you want to make. There's nothing wrong with that being included in your break-even. That just gives you a firm number to know that you're profitable and you're paying yourself, as well as all the other bills that you owe. But you have to know that number. It's not a guess. And this number then becomes your minimum because it's pointless for you to take any job anywhere, no matter what we call it, if you're not going to generate your break-even point. Because if you don't generate it today, you have to do tomorrow's break-even point plus whatever you fell short today. So the break-even point becomes your minimum. So let's take a number. Let's say your break-even is $600. And we're going to apply that to the different revenue opportunities. Knowing that you have a break-even point of $600 a day, your marketing has to be strong enough to pull $600 worth of sales a day. It has to bring in enough people to equate to $600. So I'll tell people, you take that break-even point at $600 and turn it into a headcount. Sounds like a catering. If your average check is $10 and your break-even is $600, that means you need 60 people coming in every single day. And that means your marketing has to reach enough people so that at least 60 other people that see your marketing materials come in every single day. That's on you. That's not on Ace Hardware when they invite you to come set up in their parking lot. That's not on an event that says, hey, can you come up and do this car show? That's on you to bring people to your business. And don't get the arrogant puff out your chest attitude of, they need us. We're a food truck. No, because there'll be somebody that'll take your place if you say no. Have the number in mind. $600 for your break-even. I need 60 people. My marketing should reach enough people that 60 will come see me every single day. So now that you understand, you're responsible for your own sales no matter where you set up. So when you go to a new area, your marketing should pull your 60 people that you need. But the icing on the cake for you is the impulse shoppers, the people that have never seen your business before because you're in a new area. So they see the food truck set up and they go, oh, that smells good. I think I will try that. You cannot be dependent upon random impulse shoppers. If you are, you're walking on a melting ice bridge. At some point, you're going to fall through and you're not going to have a sustainable business. So when you're invited to a new location, let's go through that. $600 a day is your break even. Somebody comes up to you and says, hey, can you come set up in front of my hardware store next week? I think it would be awesome for you. And you say, sure, not a problem. And in the back of your mind, you're reading somebody that said, yeah, I always get a minimum. And you go, okay, well, my minimum is $600. Can you guarantee that? Guess what happens? If they're an astute business person, they will say, oh, I forgot to mention, I have a rent for you to come set up in my parking lot. And that rent just happens to be the number you just told me. 
Do you see the point there? They're giving you a place to set up rent-free. You're not paying any kind of taxes to set up there. You are on their property, on their parking lot. They're taking a little bit of chance because they have no clue what you're going to do. Just because you're set up one place doesn't mean that people are going to follow you around. They are gambling that you have a strong, loyal following. But you may not. That's a smart business person. So I'm going to say something that's really probably going to hurt a few people's feelings. If your social media marketing and reputation do not bring in your own guests, no matter where you set up, you need to work on your reputation. You need to work on your social marketing reach. Because you should be able to get on Twitter or get on Facebook, send out a post and say, Hey dudes, I'm going to be in a whole new location today. Come check me out. And you shouldn't have to worry about whether you're going to be busy or not. You should have a loyal following. If you don't, then you're depending upon impulse shoppers. And if you do have a handful of people that are loyal, you need to expand that handful of people. Now, what I want you to consider is when someone asks you to come set up in front of my hardware store, you want to go check it out. They may not have enough people coming in and out of that hardware store for it to make a difference to you. So that break-even point is also the point where you look at that business and go, I don't think I can do $600 there. That's going to be a no. Thank you for the opportunity, but I have to decline. Because again, someone else will go there. Let someone else be the guinea pig. What I want you guys to understand is not all locations will support a food truck. And attempting to take a minimum for a site that won't support your food truck, that's just wrong. You should be able to bring your own people. And then whatever people that you have never seen before, that's icing on the cake. Those are the random impulse shoppers. That's what a new location does for you. Gives you opportunities to expand your reach by introducing your food to people that may have never seen or heard of you. But you don't need to say, I need a minimum before I come to your parking lot. Because again, they're just going to say, no problem, I'm going to charge you a rent that just happens to be the exact same amount as your minimum. Okay, tomorrow we're going to talk about catering and how to get that break-even point determined for a catering. Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you find all of the information helpful to your business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. And again, thank you so much for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I've got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.